So today we're going to talk to several ACC staff members who were recently awarded innovative initiative grants from the ACC Foundation. These grants are designed to encourage innovative ideas to help the college achieve its mission. Some of the grants include assistance for students who are looking to do a job interview, new formats for learning including gamification and positivity, as well as support for some of our students in TTCJ. Sarah Farley is going to use her grant funds to create what she calls a career closet, which will provide clothing for students who are seeking job interviews. So Sarah, tell me about your grant, like kind of what is the career closet? So the career closet is meant to help students prepare themselves with appropriate interview attire. I'm, I'm hoping to help at least, you know, between 15 to 20 students each semester. Hopefully that grows as, as the career closet gets popular and, you know, students start realizing that there's a resource out okay. there. For and them. so, like, what kind of clothing are you going to have? What, in other words, like, what is appropriate for them to have when they're in an interview? Slacks, blouses for, for the ladies, uh, blazers for men, uh, skirts, pencil skirts if, if ladies want to wear pencil skirts. Of course, belts uh, for men, button-down shirts. So where are you going to, like, like, I mean, I know the funding is probably to buy these clothes, but where are you going to get them from? So I'm hoping to go to resale shops to find suits that are in good condition because right. you can always find, you know, good yeah, stuff. I, say, I go to resale shops all the time. Like right. they've always got good stuff there. So so I'm hoping, yes, I'm hoping to, to, to do that. That way the money will uh, last longer and I can buy more more things for, for the students. And I know it seems obvious, but why why is it important to dress right when you're going in an interview? I mean, I mean we kind of know, but, you know, from your perspective in career services, you know, why is that so vital? Um, you want to make a good impression. We get judged upon what we look like. It's sad, but it happens. We get judged of what we're wearing, how we're, we conduct ourselves, how we speak, um, and at least, you know, preparing students by giving them their appropriate interview attire will help them be uh, confident and at least not have to worry about what how right. they look like more prepare themselves mentally on answering those questions and that's especially important on, a, on the first impression because that's usually what people go by on a first impression right. it's just kind of how you look and how can somebody like if they want to use this how do they come to you and ask like how is that going to work right so first they would have to set up um, a mock interview uh, with me and then submit their resumes so we want to make sure that these students are actually serious about uh, the interview attire not just trying to get a free right. outfit right. So uh, a mock interview will help them prepare, you know, whenever they actually have their interviews. And then uh, uh, they're going to submit their resumes for, for, for a critique. This is just going to ensure that students are actually prepared for, for their interviews with their, with their clothing and then their resumes. And then that they're able to at least not be too nervous during an interview right. and be a little more prepared. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for coming to talk to me. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. So Ashley Massey came up with a grant to implement some gamification. What is gamification? Um, so gamification is kind of a new idea that's come out recently. There's been a lot of research done on it. And it's the process of making either the course or certain elements inside of your course into a game. So there's been research done on actually professor just recently tried out creating a course that imitated Minecraft and their course was all in Minecraft. 
and they noticed that the students did better and performed better that way. So some professors are trying it out on a larger element and using it for the entire course, and others are just incorporating it throughout. As each lesson progresses, they incorporate some sort of game. So, and this is not just software or video gamification, right? Like this is just kind of a format in the class. Correct. Yeah, it's any any way that a game can take place, whether it be like a board game or an online game, any sort of game. Is this a sort of portion of the class, or is this kind of structure the whole? curriculum for this class or how, how does that work I guess uh, so for my course I try to incorporate games throughout and it helps with memorizing concepts that have been learned in class so we incorporate all types of different games inside of class so the entire course isn't based inside of a game like that other professor did with Minecraft mm-hmm. um, rather mine is just smaller games throughout. Just, just a sort of a supplement or something like that correct so and how many students do you do you think you'll be able to reach with this program I would say around 500 or so mm-hmm. at least with all of the gamification and the grant that's allowed us to do that. I think it'll help out a lot of students. So can you outfit this for different types of courses like an English course versus a history course or a biology course? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you definitely can. Um, there are lots of ways to create games for courses and some people have already created like Jeopardy for courses. Some people have created like Wheel of Fortune for it. And there's just all different types of ways that you can incorporate it that I've heard even from other uh, programs like Spanish, history. There's just so much that you can do for any course really. Okay. So tell me more about the research on this and kind of how effective this is. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this is new within the past few years that they've been developing research on. And it's been, I would say it's been a popular sort of item like going on recently. We see it in our professional development with Monday Morning Mentor. And then there have been studies coming out as well. I even noticed that students myself in my classroom seem to remember concepts when we use a game and I haven't taught my students to memorize at all I don't tell them to with English there's no not really any memorization we don't have tests and such and so I've noticed though that they're able to remember information that I didn't require them to memorize and that's because we've played games which have helped them to retain that sort of memory even though it's not required and i feel like it's very beneficial some of the students have also told me that they feel like it's helped them to learn better so i see personal improvement the research out there shows that students perform better with gamification and i feel like it it definitely correlates with all that the grant was named in gauging teachers pay teachers okay so the grant focused on finding like items on teachers pay teachers that have already been gamified for use Um, because it does take quite a few hours i have produced some of my own things but there are some other really good games so they're so and they'll so they'll be using things that have already been like kind of tried and proven correct yeah correct that a lot of people have already used that work really well they have like escape room games mm-hmm. that work out and it's really neat how you can apply that to a concept in class as well and i've used that before it works out very well i really enjoy it but it's cost money it's mm-hmm. costly so i just look forward to using this and i'm really excited and i hope that it really helps out a lot of the students out there
Robin Ketchum received a $2,000 grant for an incubator for allied health students. Robin, what is an incubator? So an incubator is kind of like a, a bed that's for neonatal patients. Mm-hmm. It kind of just keeps them safe and inside a little enclosed box to where a lot of the stuff that they their bodies can't quite handle, it doesn't get to them. They're, they're a lot more safer inside this box. And so which programs are going to be able to use these? Well, I'd share with any of the allied health programs because we all kind of share equipment. If one have, one of them has it and they're not using it, like Respiratory let us borrow their bed warmers, their baby bed warmers, mm-hmm. for this actual project before we had the incubators. Mm-hmm. And so how is, and how is this going to benefit students? I mean, I, again, you're going to use it for different programs, but how does, that, how does this environment help students versus like any other types of simulation that they do? Okay, so for specifically for this one, they are our NDT students will have to use a completely different application to hook up our EEGs on neonatal patients and I wanted to kind of take it a step above just normal hooking up neonatals I wanted to put them in this incubator bed so it kind of challenges our students but instead of challenging them in the middle of a clinical rotation where they're actually dealing with a real life baby they've already had this practice inside of our lab so it just it's going to help them get more prepared. And how much did this grant help you with this? I mean, how important was it to get this grant? Oh, it was vital. It was definitely vital for the grant because we could afford the mannequins for the the babies, but we could not afford the incubators. So with this, with this grant, we're now able to buy two incubators. So it's going to help out substantially. Psychology instructors Cindy Domelin and Jennifer Schimmick will use their grant to create the Pathway to Positivity. The purpose of their project is to help students recognize that positivity can be a springboard for their success for college and beyond. Cindy, tell me about the grant. Okay, well, so what happened is um, we would sit in our offices, Jennifer and I, and we would talk about all these books that we've been reading, and we just have these really great conversations about how these tie into what we teach in psychology. So we started thinking about doing a grant. We want to do a grant, but we weren't exactly sure what we wanted to do with the grant. Something maybe that involved a common read so that that our students could join in on the same book. Um, We went to the uh, Texas Community College Teachers Association Conference, and um, while we were there, everything just started to come together. Um, We went into a conference that was called Simply Positive. Uh, It was a book that was written by Derek Delapena and William Johnson, and it was about positivity and so many things that he talked about tied into what we teach in our classes. So that got us thinking, oh, here's a great opportunity possibly for a common read. Then we also met with a lot of publishers for our textbooks there, and we started seeing ways that we could integrate our students' stories into our textbooks. And it really just started to come together. And on the plane ride home, we formulated this grant. Uh, And Jennifer, how do you plan on using the grant? Well, the funds will be used to award students with scholarships to include their the vignettes or a student profile in the learning framework textbook. So they'll get an opportunity to have their photo in a customized textbook for ACC, and they'll be able to talk about um, the connections they make and, and the growth they've experienced from the what they've learned, the tools they've learned in the textbook itself. Also, funds will be used to purchase some of the supplemental read, the Simply Positive book uh, for our students. And we're hoping to make this campus-wide so that not only students, but faculty and staff will all share in this experience next year. So how did y'all settle on this particular book to sort of make a part of y'all's project? 
There were just so many things that the authors talked about in their in their session with us and their time with us. It was we have been talking about this all semester long, and here are some stories that tie all of this together. So it just really just seemed like it was the right book at the right time. The research is there, the stories are there, and another reason that we like this is the author is just right down the street at Wharton College, mm. which makes bringing the author to campus a more doable thing for us. What do y'all hope students kind of get out of this experience? The language, language and tools, how to define happiness and joy and positivity. I think we could use that in our world right now. And so we're looking to just start kick off the year in 22-23 with the pathway to positivity. So it gives them a lot of language um, to help hopefully help develop conversation about positivity. And, and the research that supports the benefits behind it because there are benefits to to having more positivity in your life. Well, thanks for coming by today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. So Shakoa Jefferson, who's in charge of our TDCJ program, has filed for a grant that's going to help some of our incarcerated students with scholarships and with a transcript. So, So why did you decide to apply for this? Like, what was the need for it? So our students have a barrier where sometimes they cannot continue on past the first semester unless they get an actual official transcript from their previous institution. We do send out a form that asks them as a courtesy to waive the transcript fee, but sometimes the schools still require a five, ten, or maybe even fifteen dollar transcript fee. Those students are unable to pay that fee, so the innovative grant, we will be able to cover that fee for them. As far as the scholarship goes, we will be able to cover their last semester for them. So sometimes they have one class remaining, and Pell cannot cover that for them unless they take two classes. So the scholarship will help them cover their last class that they need for that. So there's so there's basically minimums that they have to take in order to receive these fundings, and if they only need one more, then they're not eligible. So this is what would this was kind of cover that closing. Exactly. So we are very grateful for the innovative grant. So how many students do we have in the TDCJ program? We have about 400 to 450 students currently enrolled in classes, um, and we're constantly adding about an additional 75 to 100 each semester. Every semester, we're constantly losing students due to them making parole or yeah. graduating. And we have, I know we do have a scholarship program for students who want to finish once they've been released. Because sometimes students are released and they haven't finished their education. So we have a program, too, that I think it, it benefits them so they can finish their education once, they re- once they're released. It's the New Beginnings Grant, and any of our students that are making parole and live in the Houston area can come back to Alvin College to finish their degree or to start a new one. The recent grant you got from the foundation, how many students is that going to be able to help? That's going to be able to help at least 25 students, at least. Thank you for coming by today. <laughs> Thank you. The innovative grants are just one way that the ACC Foundation provides financial support for students and staff. To learn more about the organization or how to donate, visit alvincollege.edu foundation. To read about these stories and more, visit alvincollege.edu.